Hi, everybody. I'm Peter Travers, and welcome to this special edition of Popcorn, where we're going to talk about holiday movies. I mean, what is more fun than to start with Thanksgiving and to go to New Year's Eve and to see movies, movies that just make us happy? when we see them. Movies that might be so dramatic that they're going to win Academy Awards. Movies that are filled with action or make us laugh. This is what we all want and Hollywood is really good to us in the holiday season. They give their best efforts while in January and February they bury their dead. Movies that should never be seen by anybody. But people were in a good way now. And I'm going to start with family movies. You know what's already opened, it's out there for you to see, is The Nutcracker and the Four Realms which is, oh, such sugar plums, such amazing Tchaikovsky to hear while we watch a little girl's adventures. And then there's Dr. Seuss's The Grinch with Benedict Cumberbatch doing the voice of The Grinch, terrific. And then Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald, where Eddie Redmayne's Newt takes on Grindelwald, played by Johnny Depp, who's as evil as Lord Voldemort. So you have those and you have more people. And the one that's out there that you really should pay attention to is called Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's a follow-up to Wreck-It Ralph. It's animated. Remember when John C. Riley did the voice of Ralph? Well, now he's back with his partner. Sarah Silverman plays her. Vanellope, her name is. And they go into a special area to get a computer part. And what do they find? A whole basic group of Disney princesses who need to be rescued. What child isn't going to want to see this? Come on. This is a big one. And then Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. This isn't the Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man. This is an animated Spider-Man. And in this one, we have Shamik Moore playing Miles Morales, who is like the new version of Spider-Man. And he's talking to the older Peter Parker Spider-Man, played by Jake Johnson. This, just from the look of the trailer, you can tell there's something special going on at this one. So families, you're going to have a ball this holiday season. Okay, for the holidays, who doesn't like action? Who doesn't want to sit there with their popcorn, because we all have to have it, and sit and watch action? And the number one movie in this department has to be Creed II. All of us love the first one. Michael B. Jordan as Adonis Creed, son of Apollo Creed. Who's in his corner? Rocky Balboa. Sylvester Stallone himself, who was nominated for an Oscar for the first one. This is so great because we now bring in another Rocky character of Ivan Draco that Dolph Lundgren played. And Michael B. Jordan is going to be fighting the son of Draco. You know, who? come on. We're all at that one. Then we have Robin Hood with Taron Egerton playing Robin Hood now, younger. This is kind of a lively, more comedic version of what's happening here, especially with Jamie Foxx signing on to play Little John as the head of the Merry Men. So we're going to have a good time, but we're going to see archery. We're going to see great things. There's nothing like sci-fi if you want action. And there's a film called Bird Box. Bird Box is post-apocalyptic. And the Bird Box has the power that when you look at it, it turns you incredibly violent and crazy. For some reason, Sandra Bullock is the star of this movie. She's doing sci-fi like she did when she did Gravity, and we're going to see something unique in terms of what movies can do visually with this one. So sign up for that one. And then I'm going to bring up Bumblebee. This is hard for me because you all know, if you've been watching this show, how much I hate Transformers movies, especially the ones directed by Michael Bay, which is all of them. 
But this time Michael Bay is not involved and Haley Steinfeld is involved. Remember she won an Oscar for playing the girl in True Grit? This is the female version, the woman warrior version of a Transformers movie where she gets that old Volkswagen called Bumblebee who transforms into something special. This is a time for women to take control. They've taken over the Michael Bay Transformers universe. Couldn't be better news as far as I'm concerned. And then we have Aquaman. Aquaman is Jason Momoa playing this guy that we always think of as an undersea figure. And he's got Amber Heard to help him against a villain, a real villain played by Patrick Wilson. Now this villain is trying to get the trident of Neptune away from them. I love all this stuff. I just love it when you can do something visual that we can sit there with our popcorn, like I said, and just sit back and enjoy. Also for the holiday season, don't we want to laugh? Don't we really want to laugh all the time? And there's a movie out called Vice. It doesn't sound like a laugh thing, but remember Adam McKay, who did the Anchorman movies, is the director. But this is the Adam McKay who also did the big short, that there's something serious as well going on here. And in this movie, we have Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney, yes, the vice president himself, in makeup, like you can't believe. He's buried somewhere under all of that. If you're looking at his face, you're saying, where's Christian Bale? He's in there. And who is George W. Bush but Academy Award winner, I love saying that, Sam Rockwell, who won his Oscar for three billboards and who is doing a George Bush like you can't believe. I laughed just watching the trailer, so the rest of it has to be great. Then we also have Green Book. Green Book, which stars Viggo Mortensen as an Italian chauffeur driving an African-American jazz musician through the South in the 1960s when it is dangerous for an African-American to be driving through the South. That's why they have the Green Book, which actually existed, telling black people how basically they should avoid certain spots in the South. This is a serious movie in some ways, but you just can't stop laughing through it. Viggo Mortensen, Mahershala Ali will both be nominated for Oscars. Take it from me. Then we have second act. Second act is Jennifer Lopez doing a movie to me that sounds like it's truly of this time. She's a woman who's approaching 50, who her resume doesn't impress anybody, but she has the talent to do it. So with help, she gets somebody to embellish her resume and then gets hired by everybody, feeling a little guilty, but not that guilty. It's nice to see Jennifer Lopez take a part where she can also take a stand, make us laugh and make us think as well. Then we have Holmes and Watson, where all I need to say is, yes, it's Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson, this time played where Holmes is Will Ferrell, Dr. Watson is John C. Riley. I'm there. You know, whatever's going to happen is not going to be like any Holmes and Watson movie we've ever seen before. Also, we have Stan and Ollie, which if people love the movies of Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy and who didn't, they're now going to see John C. Riley play Oliver Hardy and Steve Coogan play Stan Laurel. And we're going to see them at the end of their career, but we're going to see what about them always makes us laugh, no matter how old a movie is. Maybe it was in the 30s or 40s that we watched them. It's timeless comedy. And then The Favorite. The Favorite is a movie that is going to be up for Golden Globes, Academy Awards' Best Picture, but at its heart it's really satirically funny. It's about Queen Anne in the 18th century who's just a little nuts and is played by Olivia Colman 
who gives a total award caliber performance as this crazy queen. And in her corner, she has two rival ladies-in-waiting played by Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone. Oscars for them all. You will laugh and you will go home and think about it as well. Okay, there is no holiday. There is no end of the year without Hollywood giving us movies that they are desperate to see win Oscars. Because it's all about Oscar time. They feel that the Oscar voters have no memories, and so if they don't show them these movies at the end of the year, they'll never remember a movie that opened in February of the, the same year. They can't. So it's a pile-on of award-caliber stuff. And I'm going to start with The Mule, because this is a movie directed by Clint Eastwood and starring him in a true story of a 90-year-old man, which Clint is playing. He says this is his last performance ever, where he played a mule for a drug cartel. Uh, true story, Clint playing it, saying it's his last. I'm sure he's telling all those cartels to get off his lawn. I'm sold. Then we have Welcome to Marwin, which sounds like a comedy because it's Steve Carell as the star of it, but his character has suffered in a kind of home invasion, the worst kind of PTSD trauma. So he builds an army in his backyard. It's a kind of therapy for him. I trust Steve Carell to take us places that we don't see coming. So I'm totally there in Steve's corner. And then you wanna talk about transformations in acting performances? Look at Nicole Kidman in Destroyer. She plays an LA cop who looks like four miles of torn up road. This is not the glamorous Nicole Kidman that we've seen before. This is a woman at the end of her rope and she is going to solve the one crime that's been haunting her forever. Uh, this is the kind of thing that says, give me an Oscar right away and watching Nicole take this kind of risk is something you don't wanna miss. And then there's a dramatic movie called If Beale Street Could Talk, directed by Barry Jenkins, who did the Oscar-winning Best Picture Moonlight. And here, he takes on a novel by James Baldwin that is basically set in New York, not Beale Street, because Beale Street is in the mind. It's what you want out of love, and it's about a couple that society won't really let be happy. There's racism, there's the idea of families in conflict. It's as old as Romeo and Juliet. But what we're seeing in this is something elemental and essential. Uh, this is one you've got to put on your don't miss list. And then we have what to me might be the best picture you'll see anytime this year. And it's a Netflix movie, which is meaning, well, is it television or is it real? Netflix has been releasing movies in theaters as well as you can see them on Netflix. So they're eligible for any kind of Golden Globe or Oscar. This movie is called Roma. It is written and directed by Alfonso Cuaron, who won a directing Oscar for Gravity with Sandra Bullock. But here, he's doing a movie in black and white, set in Mexico City. You're thinking, well, isn't it called Roma? Well, Roma is actually a suburb of Mexico City. And it's about him growing up in this suburb where his family is well off, but they have no time. And so he is raised by the nanny, by the housekeeper, by these people that are hired who give him love, more love than he can get from his actual family. You see this movie, you laugh, you weep, and you say, how could anybody have done anything this wonderful, this unexpected? So, so great. And I'm going to end 
with a movie that doesn't necessarily sound like an Oscar movie. It sounds more like a family movie. But I think it's going to be out there in both categories. It's called Mary Poppins Returns. I know you're all out there saying, they couldn't have remade this. There's only one Julie Andrews. She's the only Mary Poppins. And that might be true, but this isn't a remake of Mary Poppins. It picks up with Mary Poppins 25 years later. She's now played by Emily Blunt. And we have Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton playing the sort of partner of Mary in what is going on when she goes back to Cherry Tree Lane and deals with the now grown up Banks children. I just think this movie has the potential to fire on all cylinders. So look at that, people. Holiday movies. We've got more than we can ask for. I'd say get all the popcorn you can, settle back, and enjoy these movies.